this is Tales of the Old Burying Ground. Stories inspired by the Dartmouth College Cemetery. Nestled below Tuck Drive lies the grave of Arthur Chivers, Dartmouth class of 1903. While working as a botany professor, Chivers spent five years documenting the layout and gravestones of the Dartmouth Cemetery. He was the last person to do so. Chivers strolled through the cemetery first as a student and later as a professor. He would walk, think, wander. He developed an affection for the space, like many professors before him. With the keen eye of a scientist, Chivers went to work. He noted the location on every plot, the inscription on every stone. When worn engravings proved illegible, he wrote to the families of the deceased. Chivers' correspondence, hundreds of letters to dozens of families, is archived in Rahner's special collections. It's easy to feel Chivers' passion in his words. He writes earnestly, offering condolences, evading intrusion. In the 1950s, a restoration project revealed a forgotten gravestone underneath the headstone of Eliezer Wheelock. Preserving the stone would require thousands of dollars, perhaps more than it was worth. Recognizing his bias, Chivers wrote to the administration. I have given much thought to the placement of the stones, and though it would be my hope that they might be returned to the cemetery, it would be most fortunate if they could be so placed that they could be seen. Were it not for Chivers, much information held in the cemetery would be lost. Already in the 1950s, engravings were fading. Today, dozens are illegible, and some consumed by overgrown trees. Request DH38 from Rahner Library, and you have everything there is to know about the Dartmouth Cemetery. It's the product of Chivers' labor, as well as those that came before him. There are still people at Dartmouth working to preserve the past. They prevent knowledge from slipping through the cracks. Crumbling books live another day, immortalized through digitization. That's the work of Lizzie Curran, one of Dartmouth Library's preservation specialists. Analog book printing may be a thing of the past, but preservation librarians depend on old tools to repair old books. They don't make these anymore. They make something like them, but this is all original bookbinding equipment from a bindery. The sound of giant metal paper shears punctuates this quiet space tucked away behind Novak. When working with worn bindings, Lizzie uses the German book vise. It works like a third hand. The wooden vise applies gentler pressure than metal, perfect for dilapidated books. Most of the materials here were scrapped from old binderies. Once digital printing began to take off in the 20th century, binderies quickly got rid of old equipment. Conservation studios like Dartmouth's rely on these outdated machines. In the far corner of the studio is a giant sink, used for washing materials of all sizes, from tiny leaflets to tabletop maps. It's amazing what just water can do to paper. It can wash out a lot of, it washes out a lot of the size, which holds a lot of the boxing. Water can remove most dirt and grime caked into old pages. Wet paper has to be fastened down to prevent the edges from curling into paper pringles. Above the sink sit rows and rows of acrylic paints. Diluted with water, Lizzie uses them to color new replacement paper. The new paper matches the original. It's an easier fix than sourcing a perfect match. It's more fun, too. Today, Lizzie's working on conserving Rahner's collection of 19th century almanacs. Dartmouth is one of the world's largest holders of New England ephemera. Lizzie sits in front of over a dozen boxes of almanacs. 
a few appear similar to the farmer's almanacs of today. Others are more like proto-comics filled with loosely related cartoons. It was a single donor. Um, this was that person's collection. He was the primary collector of comic almanacs, and now we are the biggest holder of comic almanacs. So they're being digitized as, we, as this is a unique collection. Rahner's unique holdings take precedent in the digitization process. As assistant conservator, Lizzie has constant contact with the digital librarians. I'm the assistant conservator here, and my primary role is to um, be a liaison between them and the conservation that happens here, the preservation department. So when there's a digital project proposed, I get pulled in to assess it so that it can be handled properly. These pamphlets were the type of thing a kid might buy with pocket change. The fact they still exist is remarkable. They were printed on cheap paper meant to be thrown away after use. This makes Lizzie's work tedious. Bindings require reinforcement, if not complete replacement. With art conservation, it hangs on a wall, so you can do all this like crazy stuff to it, and no one will ever touch it again. But this, it's like doing it, anticipating it existing in the world still. Dartmouth allows undergrads access to all of Rahner's rare materials. Other libraries only let scholars handle valuable manuscripts. Here, that's not the case. Everyone in this department and everyone in Rauner is very interested in all of the items being used and handled and the original sources, and I really, really liked that. Librarians like Lizzie don't just preserve for the sake of preserving. Old materials protect knowledge from disappearing forever. Understanding history can tell us about the present. Even looking through these almanacs, a lot of things that are happening right now have already happened. And I feel like I learn that all the time. And I think if we see our original, if we see where we've been moving into the future, it's good to have that knowledge. As an institution, Dartmouth strives to preserve the past so that we can continue to learn from it. Arthur Chivers made it his goal to document the entire Dartmouth Cemetery. He cataloged inscriptions that, without his work, we would not know about today. The man had a knack for conservation. As a botany professor, he modernized Dartmouth's herbarium. The Dartmouth libraries engage in similar work. Rahner houses everything from a lock of George Washington's hair to a first printing of the Book of Mormon. The work of people like Curran and Chivers goes largely unrecognized. Preservation is thankless work. I, for one, had no idea the work done behind closed doors in Dartmouth's libraries. Rahner's a special place for special collections. A collection like Dartmouth's requires constant maintenance just to keep things the way they always were. This has been Ethan Weinstein. Thanks for listening. Tales of the Old Burying Ground is funded by the Dartmouth College 250th Celebration. Executive produced by Ilana Grellard and Colleen Goodhue. With original music by Bill Gezi. 